Welcome back to the Big Brown Sack. Hey, good to, good to see you, hear you. We are on multiple channels now. We do a little audio, we do a little video, we do a little bit of it all, folks. We are yet to roll out our OnlyFans page, though. Yeah, so we will one day. Stay tuned Best for that. Best believe. Um, if you are not watching on video, just to kind of paint a picture, I'm currently double fisting. Um, and I don't know when the term like double fist came out, probably college. I know double fisting to be like when you have two drinks, like one drink in each hand. Is, is that what you think it means for you as yes, well? Yes, you're holding two beverages. Yes. But in this case, I'm double fisting. I've got a glass of wine in my hand, in my left, and in my right, a microphone. And I couldn't be mm. happier. That This is the ultimate double fist. The ultimate double fist. You, on the other hand... Why don't you just share with the folks what you're double fisting tonight? Yeah, I'm going crazy tonight. I got myself the microphone in one hand and the Kirkland brand coconut water um, bin thing mm. uh, in the other hand. So things might get a little out of hand tonight, yeah, folks. Time, so strap in. Hey, yep. It's episode 21. It's the big brown sack. We're back, baby. We got a lot of things to talk about, a lot of fun stuff. Um, before each episode, Dana and I like to set an intention, mm -hmm. and we agreed that the intention today is to be a little bit silly. Mm -hmm. So, in the heart of being a silly little sack, I want to give some sacker shout-outs. Who is the, who are oh the sackers of the week, or the sackers of the month, depending on how eager we are to get out a new episode? Yeah. So, <laughs> we want to give a shout-out first to, she's been a guest on the episode. She's been a great fan you know since her, day one. She brings, she gets her family involved. She's got her sister riding right. for the sax. And that's, that's Paige. Paige, we want to give you a shout out. Um, Applause. Yeah. Go ahead. Yep. There they are. There they are. And if you listen to your, her episode, you know that she loves that applause. I love yeah, the round of applause. Loves that applause. So go back, listen yeah. to our episode with Paige. Mm -hmm. Joe, share with us, why is she MVP? Or what are you calling this? Uh, Sacker of, of the, the week, week slash month. Slash month, depending on how many episodes we're putting out. Depending on Which how many is very sporadic these days. But nonetheless, we're here. Continue. Depending on how many episodes we feel like putting out that week. <laughs> or month. <laughs> Sacker of the week slash month is Paige because Paige, job, Paige joined the Six Figure Club. She got a promotion and she's officially part of the Six Figure Club. Let's um, go, baby. That's my girl. Like, I'm so impressed and just like, I mean, it is great to have a boss bitch in your corner. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the club, pa Paige. Welcome <laughs> An inspiration. to the club. An inspiration to us all. An inspiration, but um, and she's been a great fan, and she's doing great in her life, so that's why she gets uh, Sacker of the Week slash, slash month. So in order to get Sacker of the Week slash month, you have to be really doing really really well in your life. So get that's your not true shit at all. Together. I'm just, it's called <laughs> sarcasm. That's not true at all. You all can right. be, you Who's could be really f***ing up in life, but if you show us some love on our social medias, we'll oh, give it to you. Right you'll give it to you. you. So it could be all the, that you need to turn your life around. But anyways, <laughs> the other sacker of the week slash month is someone who I work with actually, and they do a good job of like not, you know, talking about the pod too much at work, being a little yap, yap, yapper face. Yeah. But um, they slide it in there when it's appropriate. 
Oh. And they've been listening. At your workplace? Yes. Yeah. And they've been watching the episodes. They've been listening to the episodes. Okay. I don't know Um, who this is, by the way, folks. I knew Paige was going to be MVP, but I don't know what's coming right now. Ooh, what's coming right now? (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) We're going to need to work on that. We're going to have to work on my... Oh, that one was better. The first one kind of sounded like a cat. Anyways. um, I I don't know what it sounded like. I'm not going to say... Play it back. Right here. Um, well, I'm not going to say his last name because I don't know if he's chill with that. But um, it's it's my guy, Josh. He's been really? all over the pod. Dana knows who I'm talking about. Okay. And, uh, Thanks, Josh. In our last step, one of the things that he does all the time is he just walks around. He does the, how you doing? Yeah, and we did the um, little mozzarella a little mo mozzarella on our last episode, given the how you doing? And then Josh made a point to tell me that he really, really enjoyed that. So here's one for you, Josh. How you doing? Thank you for your feedback and li- for listening. Because it's yeah. taking time out of people's days. I've been surprised about the people who I've heard like, oh, I'm all caught up. Yeah. I'm like, really? I can't believe it either. <laughs> I can't believe anybody listens Are to this. You, really? It's crazy. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. And for all of you listening, um, if you are listening, give us like a little shout out. Uh, Let us know that you've been listening. Um, It's really cool when our friends are like, oh, in the last episode, this was really, you know, or they give their kind of. I like it when people are like, where's the next app? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't like that. Oh, you're fiending for the next app? They are. Yeah, we've been getting a lot of hate. going. We've been getting a lot of hate. Honestly, though, we do have, for real, have haters, though. Yeah. On TikTok, especially. For some reason, TikTok, they get Because it goes out to the, like, into the wild. It gets Mm -hmm. wild because it's out in the wild. It's not just our homies. Because we're really only, That's a good point. We're really only telling people about this pod, like, word of mouth. Yeah. You know? That's our main marketing channel. We'll post a TikTok every once in a while. But, like, we're really just trying to keep it, like, in the hood. You Mm -hmm. know? With the names, with the fam, with the friends. While we find our voice and our footing. Mm -hmm. And on TikTok, you can't control your audience. So, we get some really unique commentary weirdos you, um, you take a moment and you know you guys can go look but enough about our haters and our fans yeah it's not all about us yeah what are we here to talk about today joe we're on the think life life cragging yeah we are so i actually did try to change our category on spotify from comedy to philosophy uh-huh. and it wouldn't let me really? because i don't know if that's because they like scanned our episodes and they're like you guys think you're f- talking about philosophy get a f- well grip, after what pal. i've got to talk about today maybe we will and en- be able to be qualified to enter the space Whoa. into philosophy so how's that for a cliffhanger folks are you excited now baby <laughs> there should be <laughs> There should be like a philosophy comedy podcast, but I actually saw like another comedy podcast say that same thing. So don't come for me. Two people, two podcasts can have the same idea and framework. Well, we are a comedy philosophy podcast and I don't care what anybody says about it really, because I'm going to live that truth whether you like it or not. And you know what? Can there be space for multiple of those? Yeah. And Dana, you said it before this episode. You're like, I don't even really want to be famous. I want to continue to be this underground hipster invite only friends and family word of mouth podcast 
that we are. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing. We like, and you know, not to talk like, numbers or anything, not to talk numbers n- or anything, but we do get more likes on all our TikToks than we have followers. And I, I mean, that's saying something, right? More people are liking it than are following our page. That's saying something, right? That's saying something, right? I don't know what that's saying. I don't know what you're trying I'll to I'll tell say you what it's that. saying. Something. <laughs> something. All right, go ahead. Um, yeah, I lost my chain of thought. Let's get into it. Okay, let's get into Joe, it, Joe, what do you got? You want me to go first? Think, laugh, or cry. So this this week slash month, I want to talk about something that's making been making me think. I've been thinking about this mm. for months now, and I've kind of I've debated bringing it up on the podcast, <gasps> and I just couldn't get out of my head. Dana does this thing sometimes where she'll go shopping, and she will like pick out a shirt that she likes or something and she'll put it back and I'm like wait why are you putting it back you just said you liked it and you're like you know what let's walk around for a little bit and if I'm still thinking about it we'll come back and buy it and so that's basically what I'm doing that's with a this philosophy idea. of mine I'll tell you that right now that's a philosophy of days and we can talk about that maybe a little bit I have later another shopping tip for you ladies if you want to hear it go for it what is your shopping tip for the ladies okay Girls, when you're at Target or Walmart or maybe like, you know, one of the cheaper stores, but you like the stores and you see something you like. I've noticed a lot of my friends like not get things because they're from like certain stores, but I want you to like put the thing that you like in Target into your mind's eye and pretend like it's in Aritzia or in Urban Outfitters or in, you know, your dream store that you wish you could shop at all the time, but it's just not financially feasible. And if you in your mind's eye can see that item within that store and it fitting in that store, and if you could see yourself telling people it's from Urban Outfitters or Red Sea or whatever, and they believe you and you believe it, you get it. You get the thing and, you know, don't have any shame about it. There's no reason why, ladies, there's no reason why you need to be getting a $70 tank top from these highfalutin stores when you can find the same thing at Target or Amazon. Please, girls, please. Please, dear God. We need to stop. Stop. Stop, stop it. it. Stop it. Stop it. Get some help. Stop it now. I mean... You are going to change the lives of thousands of women with that one. You are going to save women anywhere between twenty to forty dollars a piece. It adds up. <laughs> Anyways, okay, go ahead. folks. So I've been thinking about this. One of Dana's philosophies of shopping is that she will come back and buy something if she continues to think about it. You do that with online shopping as well. I do. If you're still thinking Just about it, it the in next your cart. day. Don't mm-hmm. get it. You don't need it right now. Don't need it right now. Especially if it's Amazon, it's gonna come so soon. So put soon. it in your cart, hold for later. Blink your eyes. It gives you it's that there. immediate satisfaction that you need mm-hmm. to, you know, obtain that item. Yep, the transition to the I cart does something for you, doesn't this it? With Jody, she does this same tactic. You guys got loaded carts. Jody goes so far as to um, actually make like a list and share it with her girlfriends, which I think is super fun. Mm. So that's something you could do as well. Alrighty. So shout out Jody. Shout out Jody. And this consider this something that's been in my shopping cart for a few weeks, potentially months now. And it's something that's made me think. And Oh, this was a whole analogy. This isn't what you've been thinking about. No. 
Wow, that threw me for a loop, folks. No, that's not what I've been thinking about at all, actually. It just came into my mind but right as ca- I was bringing this up. This thing that you've been thinking about has been in your shopping cart. Yes, in my mental shopping cart for a minute now. Love that. Love that. I do love that. Thank you so much, M- me. <laughs> yeah, and we're not a philosophy podcast, please. <laughs> That made me laugh. Anyways. Wait, we have to zoom in on your Adam's apple when you did that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, folks, something that's been in my mental shopping cart for months. And I think this is one of the biggest disconnects I've seen between the male and female thought process on a given subject. And it's something that most men, maybe all men, don't think about when it comes to engagement rings. So growing up, and even in my adult life, you know, well, growing up, you know, I saw engagement rings, it's like pure vanity. You know, it's just a nice ring. Women want to brag about their engagement ring. They want it, they want it to look good. They want it to make them feel good. Later in life, I started to recognize that the engagement ring is also just a symbol of commitment. Um, the amount of money that you put into an engagement ring is saying something. You know, you can buy, you, you showed me that one thing that one time where the guy was like, you can buy a woman flowers for $20, throw them away. It's really not going to make any sort of inconvenience on your life. But spending thousands of dollars on an engagement ring, that that is a very intentional move that takes sacrifice Mm -hmm. and that symbol of sacrifice is also a symbol of love and commitment Mm -hmm. and so I start to understand that but something I didn't even understand about engagement rings when I bought you yours and proposed to you and asked you to take my hand in marriage holy matrimony holy matrimony was that engagement rings are almost like a symbol of it's a form of armor for women out in the wild where before ladies, and this just doesn't really happen to men. So you're never really get put in this position, but every time a girl goes out out to a bar, really anywhere, she is especially pretty women. They are subject to unwanted, unsolicited, unwanted, what would you call interactions it? interactions um, weirdos <laughs> for lack of a better term and the engagement ring is an easy out for any of those conversations because you were telling me you tell In a guy fact, it prevents it prevents a lot of the conversations because maybe the guy even sees it before he approaches you so that's another great point but you were saying a lot of guys don't believe you when you say oh i have a boyfriend oh yeah i'd say i have a boyfriend all the time they're like oh yeah sure sure or like yeah you just don't want to talk to me yeah prove it oh you just think Bitch. i'm ugly and then you're like worried they're gonna hit you so yeah so it's like dangerous it's super dangerous and an engagement ring or i guess you could also make the argument that wearing an engagement ring would make someone want to come rob you and there's that that's dangerous as well but hey for the sake of this argument let's not think about that please let's think about the fact that the engagement ring is a symbolic shield of armor for women out there to prove to the fact that I'm taken. I'm taken, pal. It's nothing about you. It's nothing about you. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings or bring Mm -hmm. you down. It's not personal. Or hurt your ego. Even though you're a weirdo. This isn't my fault. Mm -hmm. 
I've been swooped. Mm-hmm. You're just a little too late. Mm-hmm. Time to move on. Time to move on. And but we don't even have to say that because a lot of times people, men are smart enough, I think. We can give them enough credit to at least be, you know, peeking at your hands. But girls wear so many rings these days. Yeah, it's hard. Honestly, if I was a guy, it'd really overwhelm me because it's really hard to be like, wait, is that her left hand or her right hand? And is it on the right finger? And it's just too much. So girls, stop wearing so many rings. Mm-hmm. That is true. Stop it. You know, make it easy on them. They're not that smart. We mm-hmm. can't give them that much credit. I think you are giving them a little too much credit because as a man, I still don't really know which hand is the hand of the I put, wedding I put ring. I put the ring on myself when you proposed. Yeah, yeah, that is true. When I did propose, Dana so, did be the so service. so did Kim K when Kanye proposed. Listen to the episode. I don't know which one it is, but I talked about it. You did talk about it. But yeah, it was a great help for me because... You don't think about those things. Like, you don't think about which is the right knee to kneel down on, which is the right hand to put the ring on until you're in the moment. And then you're like, oh, shit, I don't know what knee to go down on. And I don't know what hand to put this ring on. But nonetheless, Mm -hmm. Dana did me the service of taking the ring out of my hand because she was so excited and it was so lovely and it was so cute and it was so beautiful. And I wouldn't wouldn't trade it for a fucking thing in this world. (laughs) But... That being said, you're giving men a little too much credit okay. to knowing even which hand. Because sometimes I grab your hand and I feel like there's not a ring on it. And I have like a two-second panic. And then I realize, oh, it's on her other hand. Totally. So that happens quite a bit. That happens once or twice once or twice a week where I have a full-blown panic attack and my heart skips a beat. But I'm fine. I'm fine, really. Yeah, yeah. And so how do, what, what would you say... What has that done for you? Maybe try to explain this, like the feeling, that feeling of wearing an engagement ring versus not wearing an engagement ring to women or men out there that might not understand that feeling. Yeah, um, it feels good for men to kind of just know where I'm at you know Mm -hmm. and like not feeling like I'm gonna ever have to explain myself or like whatever I don't know it it feels like it's in a sense like some protection I even like wearing um I got like an Amazon like rubber ring to wear because I can't wear this to the gym because we have metal weights at our gym and it like fucks up my ring. So I have to, I actually, instead of just not wearing the, a ring to the gym, I got a rubber ring because I like the feeling of having this so much so mm-hmm. that like even going to the gym, I want some sort of symbol of like I'm taken and hope that if anyone's ever contemplated, yeah. not that I'm walking around the world thinking everyone wants to fuck me, which is probably true. Yeah. Um, that's just how I have to that's live my I life. Around that's how you walk around absolutely (laughs) and it surprised me when you went and got that rubber ring because usually you aren't into rubbers (laughs) (laughs) shit so yeah uh, girls i think you're empowered to even if you're not engaged like get get a little dupe ring um i know there are like services out there that make some really good ones and if you feel like one day just like doing something by yourself, you don't feel like entirely comfortable, put a little dupe ring on your ring finger and go gallivant around town and see if it gives you any sense of protection and let me know. This may be a false thing that I'm experiencing. This could be placebo effect. Totally. It'd be a really interesting social experiment. Back to us being a philosophy podcast. Maybe we could start a business selling like fake engagement There's rings. many. There's oh, many. Really? Yeah. Fuck. I, I certainly wouldn't know about him. <laughs> Alrighty, well, um, before we go on to your topic, I did want to take a quick commercial break. 
Um, as you know, we are one of the biggest podcasts in the world, mm-hmm. and we have sponsors. We definitely aren't making this up. This is definitely real. And um, just shout out to our sponsors, and uh, we are going to take a quick commercial break, but this is the... Uh, we are going to put our Christmas lights up before Thanksgiving Women's Support Group. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Quick break. If you want to stop me, you're going to have to fucking kill me! Awesome. Um, well, before, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for sponsoring. Um, and before we move on into my segment, we just want to say, yeah, we're talking about our engagement a lot. Like, we're in our engagement era. Get yeah. a grip. Get over it. If you're sick of hearing about it, you're listening to the wrong pod. Yeah. We're in love, people. Sue us. And I've got one message for people that might have a problem with that. F*** <laughs> you. <laughs> um, did you have a topic today? I do. All right. I would love Hi. to hear it. Um, It's also a thinker. Oh. We're doubling down on thinking in the vibe. Come on, baby. So, folks, I majored in psychology. Get over it. And I'm a badass. Sounds sexy, doesn't it? Oh, what was your major? Psychology. Your brain. How you think. Um, I'm an expert on it. I know what you're thinking right now. (laughs) There was only one psychological theory that really stuck with me. And unfortunately, it stuck with me so much so that I've internalized it and it kind of rules my life. And I'm going to talk about it today because I've been thinking about it a lot and how much it rules my life. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how to get out of it. Mm. So maybe you guys can help me. Sounds spooky. Or maybe it's not something I need to get out of, but I don't think I use it in a productive way. Today, I'm going to be talking about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Interesting. Interesting. So first, I'm going to start with the definition, just so we're all on the same page and we're level setting together. Capish. Mm-hmm. Maslow's hierarchy of needs is a model for understanding the motivations for human behavior. It maps different motivations onto a pyramid with each level representing a different human need. These include psychological needs such as safety, love, and belonging, esteem, and self-actualization. Okay, folks. So why, like, how is this relevant? Yeah. We've said this on... How is it relevant? We've said this on the podcast before. I think... Here's my theory. Maslow's hierarchy of needs... So we've said this before. Joe has two full-time jobs. His nine-to-five... And trying to get me out of bed. Yes. And I blame Maslow's hierarchy of needs for not being able to get out of bed in the morning because I literally say to myself in the morning, like, if I wake up and my alarm goes off and I'm tired, I literally say in my head, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, I need more sleep. Maslow's hierarchy of needs says you can't do anything or function or like live a full life unless you have at the very bottom your basic needs. If they're not met, you can't really move forward and your basic needs include sleep eating and water so if you don't have those things you can't move forward and i've internalized that in such an unhealthy way that like i can't stop sleeping i can't stop sleeping all over this place yeah. another example of Maslow's hierarchy of needs working in our day-to-day lives well uh, next time i can't get you out of bed i think i might just say something along the lines of you need to 
Maslow hierarchy of need to get the f*** out of bed right now. Yeah, that could work. Hey, Maslow's hierarchy and need you to get the hell out of this bed. <laughs> Maslow's hierarchy of need yet to. Need you to get the hell up. All right? Yes. Yeah, that could work. Could work. And that's why we're talking about this today. Another example of Maslow's hierarchy of needs in a less like obvious example is before this podcast, Joe just had to shower. Had to shower. I'm like, why does he have to shower before the pod? Like, we can't smell you through the camera. But in for some reason, he felt he needed to shower before the pod. And you know what I said in my head? Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So I... Wait, what? Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Like I need to shower? You needed to shower before the pod. You couldn't pod without showering. Mm-hmm. It was a basic need that you needed to meet in order to move up the ladder, which would be this podcast, which would be like... Probably closer to self-actualization. Well, self-actualization is at the height of the pyramid. It's like as high as you can go. And we'll I'm show never getting there. And we'll show I'm you never getting up there. Because I'm always in a constant circle of needs for sleep, food, and water. And attention and love and belonging and a feeling of safety. I'm, I am working within the first four levels. I cannot get up to the last level, which is... Reaching your full potential. Well, how do you, how do you get there? What do you think? It, what's going to be the? Well, Maslow's hierarchy of needs says you need all of these things. What you things? know to move up. Um. Well, I'll read them to you. And if you're really. watching the episode on YouTube, we'll make sure we have a visual diagram, to so you can follow along with your eyeballs. So the so the foundational layer of the pyramid is the basics: food, water, shelter, sleep. The second layer is safety, security, and stability. Mm-hmm. I have access to all of these things. Yeah. So far, so good. But it doesn't feel that way all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the next is relationships, a sense of belonging and love. Mm-hmm. The Do you have a sense of belonging and love in your life? I do and I don't. And as I say, as if we're not a freaking philosophy podcast... Two things can be true at once. Yeah. Can I, I tell you something? Belonging and love. And I could also not feel that at the same time. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I love you and you belong on this big brown sack. Thank you. You're welcome. I freaking love you. Um, the fourth layer is esteem. Respect for yourself and others. Mm, okay. That's a tough one to meet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where we, that's where it starts to get a little Ooh, fuzzy. A little fuzzy. Yeah. A little fuzzy on that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. big time. And then the final layer is self-actualization. This is where you reach like pure happiness and it's realizing your full potential and talents and um, moving your life in a way that, um, you know, nourishes that mm. in you. Yeah. Who can you think of who's like truly self-actualized? Well, you know, what's really funny when you're going through that. Someone I thought of, I can't say who they are, but we took this um like personality test thing at work and these tests are like really expensive at this it's this company i don't even want to say what company it is to Fuck em. but it's uh they're not sponsoring us so the company i work for paid a lot of money basically out, to have the company that i work for basically paid a lot of money to have um some of us take these like personality and like leadership type tests and it tells you all about like yourself so like how positive you are how motivated you are how 
uh, mindful you are, all these other things. And one of the categories is self-respect. Whoa. And um, I'm going to mute my microphone and tell you who scored really low on <gasps> self, like so low. Okay, tell me. I'll, we'll just bleep it out. But um, respect was like, like it was, they had green or it was blue, which was like really good. It was uh-huh. the best. If you had like blue stuff. What was yours? It was green. That was meant it was really good. If it was orange, that mean it was like not that great. And if it was red, it was like poor. Uh-huh. Red for self-respect. Oh my God. <laughs> it was like kind of funny. Scary. <laughs> kind of funny. Um, What was yours? I can't remember. It was like normal for self-respect and stuff. Not like super high, but not like low. I remember my my lowest score was impulse control. Weirdly, mm, you do snack a lot at night. I can't. I can't control my snack He's impulses. He's a late night snack. That is fun. true, dude. You put a Reese's and cup in front of me. And sometimes I say, "Are you hungry? Yeah. Are you hungry right now? Yeah." I, and you're like, "Nah, fuck off." Yeah. <laughs> worst thing you could ask someone when they go in for a late night snack it's like no bitch you know i'm not fucking hungry bitch no but you're just trying to help me you're trying to help me because because you're always like trying to get ripped and you are ripped first of all trying to get more ripped get in the gym like you're always trying to take care of your health and then 10 o'clock hits and it's so and it's all everything's out the window dude guess what Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Not you know sure what? how that ties into it. It does but because that's something does. you need at that time. I don't know. Like it's I, I want. Sometimes I, Maslow's hierarchy of needs for me can sometimes mean scrolling on TikTok for two hours before going to the gym. No, that's and then not never a going need. To the you don't gym. need to do that. I think Maslow's you're confusing needs, needs and is, wants. It's, it's personalized to every human. Like <laughs> sometimes... <laughs> Isn't the I, whole idea of Maslow's hierarchy of needs? It's release, like the needs of everybody. I'm going to release Dana's hierarchy of needs. <laughs> okay, now and I'm going to modernize it. Now we're talking. Don't put that. Don't put two hours of TikTok scrolling on Maslow. He's turning over in a <laughs> grave right now. <laughs> but seriously, the snacking, the impulse control with that, you're so right. Where and else, I didn't even mention that on the test. Where else feel like you don't have impulse control? Because I feel well, like I'll tell you, you what. If really I would have mentioned the snacks on the test, wow, they wow. would have gotten even worse. I swear. I if, feel if, like you uh, have good impulse control, though. If I if I was like being kidnapped by another, if I knew secrets about our government and I got kidnapped by Russia and they were like torturing me in a chamber, I think the best way to go about doing that would be to open a two pack of Reese's and put it in front of me and just say and just, like slap me every time I go to eat it. <laughs> and I just have to look at it and just fuck. I really want those. I really want those. All right, what do you guys want to know? What do you want? <laughs> No waterboarding, nothing crazy. Just no, two dude. Just, no, that wouldn't just work. Just out of reach. Um, self-respect. My Let's self- talk about it for a second. My self-respect was, was pretty good, yeah. I feel like I do a pretty good job with self-respect. I feel like I do and I don't. Again, two things can be true at once. Like, I think I make a lot of great decisions, which is a tell sign of res- self-respect. I'm not very self-destructive. Mm-hmm. Um... I make a lot of good choices, but I also don't have a m- much self-respect in the sense that like I do have a hard time taking care of myself the way I know I should and the way I know I need. And that to me is a sign of disrespect. Why do you think that's hard for you to do? or Because I'm a little depressed still, probably. You're depressed? Yeah, I, I've always been pretty like low level, low level depression. Mm. Is there anything I can do to help you? Um, you've helped me so much. Pre-Joe was way worse, way worse off. 
you're healing me as the days go on. Well, that's beautiful. And I guess thanks for telling me. And I've told you before. Yeah, you've brought it up before. And it's a it's a tough subject for me to navigate because like, you know, you hear things like the worst thing you can tell a depressed person is and it's like X, Y, Z. And it's like exactly what I would think to say Mm -hmm. in the moment. And so like speaking of impulse control. My impulse when you say you're depressed is to say something like, what do you have to be depressed about? We have this like... That's what you do Most of the time. Yeah, most of the time I do that. But I hear that that is not a good... the last thing you want to do. Right. It's just like when you're late night snacking and I go, are you hungry? Yeah. And I go, you (laughs) motherfucker. It's like... You shut up! (laughs) Yeah, that's equivalent to meeting being depressed and you're like, but look at all the great things we have. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, um, I'm doing really well, though, folks. No one worry about me. Yeah. I'm doing great. I have all the resources I need to live a great life. Yeah, but if you want to send us some money just to uh, make sure. But I do have a GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> just to make sure we're okay and you want to send us some cash, that's fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. And so that's all I've got you. Is there anything else you wanted to say? So let's go ahead and wrap. Feeling good about it. Let's go ahead and wrap this up for today. Um, this was episode twenty-one of the Big Brown Sack podcast. We talked a little bit about engagement rings and what men might not understand about engagement ring. Maybe even the biggest thing men miss when it comes to engagement rings. Mm. And then Dana talked about Maslow's hi- hierarchy of needs, which really ended up being Dana's hierarchy of needs but nonetheless we will show you some diagrams hopefully you learned something hopefully you laughed a little Dana if there's one thing people can take away from this episode granted you have to throw the whole episode away scrub it for your memory but they can take one thing with them from this episode what is it honestly probably my shopping tips (laughs) yeah you want to run through those one more time yeah two helpful tips are if you see something you like in the mall or in online, table it. Keep walking around the mall. Mm-hmm. You can always come back, mm-hmm. but see if you're still thinking about it. Mm-hmm. More often than not, by the end of your little shopping spree, you're not thinking about it anymore. And mm-hmm. you just saves yourself about 50, 70 bucks. Totally. If you see something online, put it in your cart, bag it a day or two. Mm-hmm. If you're still thinking about it, it's in your car waiting for you. It hasn't gone anywhere, Just Joe. throw it in the car. And I think that um, that's a really fun way to go about uh, spending your money and then hopefully saving you some money. Mm-hmm. I think those are some fun tips. Those also, are some really fun tips. If someone's eating snacks past 9 p.m., 10 p.m., don't ask them if they're hungry because they're not. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's just what is on their docket for their Maslow's hierarchy of needs in that moment. And mm-hmm. you have to respect that. Totally. Totally. And I think my one thing I want people to take away from this episode is that uh, Dana mentioned that I'm ripped and I just like want to make sure that really landed with everybody. I didn't want to make sure anybody missed that. So I'm ripped and thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. That's it, folks. Have a good one.